Hello, everyone. Welcome and thank you for joining me for the first series of the Passive Road to Retirement podcast. This podcast is going to go into great detail, interviewing industry experts on building passive income and wealth, with the main focus being real estate investment. Imagine having an abundance of time and money to live the most meaningful vision of the life you dream of taking anyone you wish along for the adventure. That vision is created and sustained by passive income. Whether you want to gain passive income to spend more time with your family, stop working the nine to five grind, or just simply as a means to increase your living standards, this is the show for you. My goal is to bring you the best resources possible to increase your knowledge base on passive income and speed up the learning curve. Despite popular belief on Instagram and Facebook, you do not need to grind 24-7 to achieve financial freedom. If all you're doing is grinding, you won't be for long. The grind gets tiring and can burn you out. What you need is leverage. Leverage of your time and leverage of your money. I'll also be having experts on the show discussing wealth mindset and personal growth. As Joseph Murphy says, wealth is a subconscious conviction. Tony Robbins says success is 80% mindset and 20% mechanics. Napoleon Hill's famous book is Think and Grow Rich. Notice the word think and grow rich. When I first heard these types of quotes, I didn't pay any attention to them. I just thought of them as another catchy thing to say. But now, with absolute certainty, I can tell you mindset and personal growth are vital to be growing and acquiring wealth. Now, you're probably curious, who am I and what qualifies me to be speaking on this subject? I don't blame you. I would be asking myself the exact same thing. So I was completely financially free before the age of 30 from real estate investing. Now, now I do not flip houses or try to make money with capital gains. I strictly acquire for passive income, also known as cash flow. Now, there's nothing wrong with other strategies of real estate, such as flipping. You can generate a lot of cash and great returns with this strategy. I have several friends who are very successful with that strategy and know several people that that's all they do. But however, I was interested in creating a lifestyle in a more passive way to wealth. The other strategy is more active. Now notice, I did not say a completely passive way to wealth. Even as a passive investor, it still requires you to be active, but you get to choose where and when you want to work versus being forced to work. Currently, I own or have owned properties in Tampa, Florida, Jacksonville, Florida, Atlanta, Georgia, and New York State, totaling hundreds of real estate transactions and several hundred units. 
I've only had two jobs in my life, never a career. Those jobs were at a grocery store and a hardware store. So I started out as most people do, stuck in a job, trading my time for money. I was 15 years old working at a grocery store. I hated it. People controlling my time, telling me what to do every day. In return, all I was getting was a little bit of money every week and certainly not as much as I wanted. So I knew I needed to find something else or I would not enjoy the life I had in front of me. So I started to think about what I could do to control my time and control my income. I researched all over the internet, asked a ton of people their opinion on how I could achieve this. By the time I came to the end of my research, I had came down to either becoming a doctor or becoming an attorney. Both of these, however, required a lot of schooling, something which I hated. And I still would not be able to control my time. I could earn a lot of money, but I'd still be working for somebody else, either billing hours or being on call at a hospital or anything of that nature. So my father had heard something called real estate investing, and he knew I was looking for an unconventional path. So one day he gave me a little black book that was written by Russ Whitney, Overcoming the Hurdles and Pitfalls of Real Estate Investing, What the How-To Books Don't Tell You. What an amazing book. I read that and absolutely fell in love. I saw the, the path to the work-life income balance I wanted without having to go to school for six, eight, 10, 12 years, you know, depending on how far you wanted to go as a doctor. So after reading that book, I dove into several others. I was nonstop reading, literally could not get enough. I read the famous Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And the book that really hit home was Cashflow Quadrant, also authored by Robert Kiyosaki. Now, Robert's number one rule in the book is that the rich do not work for money. They work for assets. Now, at this time, I was about 19 years old and still working at the grocery store in the maintenance department. Initially, I was hired as a cashier when I was 15, but I never liked it. Unfortunately, I was stuck in that position for a few years until I got bumped into maintenance. So the maintenance department consisted of sweeping floors, changing trash cans, miscellaneous tasks like that. And one day, the store manager called me to the front of the store and put me on the cash register. Now, I had just started an eight-hour shift for the day. I informed the manager my position was maintenance, not a cashier. She said, I don't care. Today, you're a cashier. Well, I made it for a few hours until someone came with two heaping carts of groceries. Now they wanted their groceries packaged as paper inside plastic, which means they wanted paper bags put inside plastic bags and you put the groceries inside of that. Now this is an extremely hard way to bag groceries. Every cashier despises it when people ask for that. So I decided at that moment, I had enough. I turned off the light on my register, walked away, and right out the front door. 
I got inside my car in the parking lot and started driving away. I figured I should probably call the front end manager and let him know what was going on. So I called him and he was hysterically looking for me. He said, where are you? And I told him, I'm in my car driving away and I am never coming back. I owe that store manager a lot of money today. If she hadn't forced me to be a cashier, I would probably still be working for somebody else, trading my time for money. So knowing that I wanted to be in real estate, I got my real estate sales license. I thought this would be a good way to learn the local market and have access to the MLS. And also I would save, you know, one and a half to 3% on every transaction, depending on, on how it was co-broked. But I could retain that fee and not have to pay another agent. Also at this time, I was wholesaling houses and started a property management company with a partner. So during this time, I was also became very close friends with my real estate broker. To make a very long story short, I ended up in a stock market scheme with one of his relatives. Lost a significant amount of money. I won't go into the full details here, but if you would like to get more information and hear the story, it's in a number one best-selling book that I co-authored, Don't Quit. Stories of Persistence, Courage, and Faith. It's available for purchase on Amazon or just go to my website, www.jarrettcapital.com, fill out the form, and I'll send you a free copy. So after recovering from this financial crash and paying back several cash advances on my credit cards, I decided then that I was going to invest for cash flow, not capital gains something consistent and reliable that pays me every month instead of investing and only making money if the value increased. This has proven to be a very wise decision. I bought my first property with a mixture of bank leverage and owner financing. So for those who are unfamiliar, bank leverage means getting a loan against the property from a bank. Owner financing is where the seller holds or acts as the bank for the other part of the loan. So I negotiated 25% of the loan to be owner financed and the other 75% from the bank. So I had 100% of the loan covered. The only thing I needed to come up with was the closing costs, which for this deal was about $1,500. Now the property already had tenants in both apartments and as is, was generating a positive cash flow, which means that the rents covered all my expenses and left me with money in my pocket at the end of every month. This started me on my path. I kept buying more and more and more of these properties. Within a few years, I looked back and I had purchased 300 apartments in that market. Since then, I've started selling off and have sold off quite a few of them as I now only focus on multifamily, large multifamily, 75 units or more. Now, one question I'm very often asked is, how did you get the money to purchase 300 apartments? The answer, I used OPM, otherwise known as other people's money. So I just went out into the marketplace, networked like crazy, joined my local REIA meetings. I also called attorneys in town, that were closing on a lot of transactions and asked them who was lending money. I also went to the courthouse and at the courthouses, you can research 
the private money lenders. So I found them there and also asked other real estate brokers and investors who they were using for their money needs. Now, these are the type of stories you're going to hear about on this podcast series. This does not mean that you need to figure all this out and go out on your own and purchase all these properties and do everything yourself. That was just my journey. And we certainly will be discussing how to achieve that same result, but in a passive manner. Not where you need to go and deal with attorneys, contractors, property managers, city officials, and all the other things you need to take on. So I look forward to having you join me as we interview industry experts on this show. The knowledge we'll gain from these experts is going to be life-changing. I want everyone to live a life of abundance because I think life is too short to live it any other way. I certainly think everyone deserves better. Don't you? So thank you for joining me today. If you like what you heard and you want more, be sure to subscribe for future shows and we'll see you next time.